So I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. So as small business owners, most of us are not like super fancy graphic designers, and it's really not easy to learn complicated software. So that's where Canva comes in because we all need to make social media posts. We all need to make some graphics. We all need some cover photos, some flyers, some digital art, right? And Canva makes that easy. Canva Pro starts at only $9.95 a month, which is actually a steal, but you can try it for free for 30 days and support the podcast. So all you've got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. That's socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. I hope you love it. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 68. I am your hostess, your ringleader for a bit, Brittany Crossan. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. If you have been here before and you're back, welcome back for another episode. If you've never been here before, welcome to the party. We're going to have some fun. Uh, Talk about some really cool and exciting stuff today. Actually, we're going to talk about going viral. My question to you is, are you prepared to go viral. First though, a little housekeeping to take, to take care of. I want to make sure and ask that you rate and review the show on iTunes. If you listen to the show on iTunes, please, 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 please go and rate a five-star rating, please, and review like two sentences um, the show. It's really impactful and beneficial when you do that for the show because first of all, it lets potential listeners have something to read, right? Read the reviews and see if they want to listen to the show or not. Also, it helps in iTunes. It helps the show be seen more. The more five-star reviews we have, the better. Um, So I really, really appreciate that. And if you don't listen on iTunes, then how about just a review on the Facebook page? That would be great. Just go to Facebook and type in Social Sunshine Podcast. You'll find the page there and leave a review there. I would really really appreciate it. Me and my very small but mighty uh, podcast team, there's three of us, would really appreciate all of that support. Also, please share, you know, like while you're listening right now, take a screenshot of your screen where it shows, you know, my little face at the Social Sunshine Podcast image on there and share that screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag the show, which is at the Social Sunshine Podcast. And you can also tag me at Brittany Crossan and we'll reshare your story and be so thankful. Okay. That is enough of that. I want to dive into this topic right away. Today is a solo episode. So it's just me and you, you and me, just the two of us. Uh-uh. Um, and it's cool. We're going to have fun. I want to start with a story. Okay. This is a story about a little girl named Brittany. (laughs) And here's the deal. 
you may or may not know that I have been somewhat of a performer since I was a child. It's my thing. It's what I love. It's what I've always loved. And I remember being, well, first of all, the, the one like major standout story when it comes to that is I remember being 11 years old and I remember being at a burger joint with my dad, which I don't know why we were there without my brothers. I don't know what that was about. How did we escape? But we were there and uh, having burgers in my hometown of Lake Jackson, Texas, and uh, shout out to Red Top. And I was 11 and I told him that I wanted to be on television. So I had already been performing my whole life. I started dance class whenever I was three um, and continued that. And then, of course, when you get a little bit older, you have things like, you know, school talent shows and it's a small town. So there's just limited opportunity. <laughs> and I would I even participated in a couple of beauty pageants because they have um, a talent portion so I could dance. And, um, as I got older, I did more theater. I did, uh, acting classes. I started doing some film acting and television acting and so on. But I remember that day somewhat telling my dad that I wanted to be on television. I wanted to be a famous, um, television star. I, I, I really had television on my mind and not movies at the time. For some reason, um, television just seemed so appealing to me. So I remember telling him that, and I'm pretty sure that his reaction was, you know, positive and supportive, but maybe with a little bit of logic thrown in there as my, my dad would do, but it was good. My parents supported that. So all I ever really dreamt of for my life was to perform in front of large amounts of people. I didn't dream of being a mother whenever I was, you know, a child, teenager, or even really much in my twenties, to tell you the truth, I didn't dream of being a mother. I didn't dream of being a wife. I didn't dream of anything except for being in front of big audiences. And I just could always feel it in my soul and through every twist and turn in the road and the weird stuff and the failures and the rejections and the questioning and the whatever, I still felt it in my gut. And I just knew that I was destined to reach huge amounts of people and bring some sort of, you know, joy, happiness, um, inspiration into their life. Okay. So fast forward to adulthood <laughs> and, uh, now at the age of, okay, about a year ago, I was, um, I was still 39. I am 40 now. And I finally started to, you know, basically what I always say is leave it all on the table when it came to my social media content. Oh, and side note, I am not a television star, at least not yet. <laughs> okay. So social media to me, all these years that I've used it and loved it has been this really cool outlet for the creative side of me to be able to perform in a sense for an audience. And I've just really enjoyed it. And of course it turned into a business for me. And now I have a lot of clients and students and you listeners, of course, as well. So it's really turned into this beautiful, beautiful thing. And about a year ago, um, a little more than a year ago, I started using TikTok. So before I started using TikTok, there wasn't, well, I, I take this back. Not that there wasn't. 
I know that before it was TikTok, there was the app uh, Musical.ly, which is essentially the same thing or similar, right? I didn't ever use that. So before I started using TikTok at the end of 2019, I didn't, I didn't have any sort of a tool on social media that made it easy for me as a performer to perform in one way or another, dance, you know, have a good time on camera to popular music. Music is huge to me and it's very, very important. And I love fun, popular music. And I didn't have that option. There wasn't that tool because there's a lot of rules when it comes to music, right? So whenever I realized that I could make these videos on TikTok, I could dance on camera as a 39-year-old woman and nobody cared because everybody was just dancing, shaking their ass at the grocery store. Nobody, you know, just we're making the TikTok, you know, it's totally getting to be the norm, which I love because I feel like life should be a musical, but that is a whole other story. And I was like, what the hell? I can just dance, have fun, whatever, be the performer I am in my heart on this app. And then people might watch it and it's like fun music that I love and it's all good. And that's just what happens like that. It blew my mind. So as you can imagine, I was excited and I was using TikTok pretty regularly. You know, I just, I, I was more active than the average bear, but not, not super aggressive for a while. I was just kind of trying some things out and dancing and seeing what happened. Right. Well, so we get into 2020 and, um, you know, shit hit the fan. And I had already been making these TikTok videos for a little while. And I even had actually made a few on my um, Peloton bike and then treadmill when I got it. Just just a handful, right? I hadn't done a whole lot of that. Um, in fact, it's so funny because the early um, treadmill dancing, dancing, quote unquote videos. Um, like my first few are so slow. Like, (laughs) I mean, I've really stepped up my game. I got to go a little faster these days, but when I started, the treadmill was going really slow. I think I was just like, you know, trying to make sure I didn't get hurt. Um, I've definitely gotten better over time. And anyway, the pandemic starts going down and I realized that I have this opportunity that one, Yes, I've been having fun with TikTok and it's like a dream for me as a performer to just simply put something creative out in the world and have people, you know, watch it and take it in and and hopefully like it and make them smile. But now there's a freaking pandemic. First of all, I don't even like what? <laughs> what, what, what? And second of all, there was so much fear and sadness everywhere. You know, we could all feel it. Even, even, even on a great day when you're feeling great and you aren't too bummed, you could still feel it in the air, right? We could all feel it. And I was like, I just need to try to share more of these videos. Let's see. Let's pump this up. Let's let's get silly. Let's get crazy. Let's just really just leave it all out there on the table. Be vulnerable. Have fun, and share these videos and make some people smile because clearly we need that, you know, right now. And one thing leads, led to another. And 
it becomes to be a pretty regular thing for my content to be sharing these. The treadmill dancing videos have stood out, but I also made sure and did, you know, plenty on the Peloton bike and on the ground, believe it or not, just actual dancing on the ground, some comedy skits, um, just all kinds of fun things. And I will never forget the first time I had a viral video, like a big viral video. Cause I say there's many viral, which would be, you know, if your account isn't huge, but you reach like, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people or something like, you know, that many views, I feel like that's kind of mini viral or even a hundred thousand, something like that. But once you get up to be like in the hundreds, hundreds of thousands and millions of views, you're full on viral. Right. And as I had been sharing these dancing videos, some of them actually good. Some of them are just, you know, silly and I'm not really trying that hard and just having fun, but some of them were showing a little bit of skill, right? I was was doing pretty good. And the Peloton Facebook groups, that Peloton community, the people in the community have been so, um, so, so supportive and been so much fun to share these videos with in the Facebook groups. And these videos were doing really well. Well, my first actual full-on big viral video on TikTok happened in August of 2020. So I had had some good videos, some good sized ones, some like kind of mini viral ones for a little bit, but this one, well, this one went really viral. And as of today, it's got about 2 million views This video is a video about me creating treadmill dancing videos. That's what it's about. (laughs) Um, You can go to my TikTok and you can look at it. Scroll back to August. Uh, I'm wearing a purple shirt. It's it's the only video so far that has 2 million views. Um, And uh, it's to that song, Call On Me you know, call on me, call on me, you know that song? Okay. So this video of me just getting on the treadmill, the words are popping up on the screen saying that, you know, I hadn't performed in a long time, but I started performing on this treadmill and it has changed my life. And I feel so great because I'm, you know, helping people smile or whatever I said, (laughs) it went crazy. When I went to bed that night, I already had, you know, about 3000 views, which at the time I only had, I didn't have that many followers. I don't even think I had 10,000. And then when I woke up the next morning, I had 33,000 views. And I told my husband, Ryan, I was like, that it's got 33,000 views. Last night I only had 3000. That's a big jump while we were sleeping. Like what? And it just continued to climb. And it slowed down. And then it's funny. I notice every once in a while, it kind of has like a day where I think some people see it again, you know, and it gets some attention again, but it's about 2 million views. Now we're going to get to the question. Are you prepared to go viral in just a second? After that, I, I, I continue to have, you know, content that would do well, that would get a lot of views, but not in the millions, you know, until After Instagram Reels was introduced, which that came in in the fall of 2020 is when Instagram Reels came and it was, it is Instagram's TikTok feature, essentially. It's micro video content, meaning very short videos. It's their, 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 um, length, um, limit right now is 30 seconds. I don't know if that's going to change. 
and TikTok is actually one minute now, but, um, so Instagram comes out with reels and I was very excited because there was also that controversy about, Oh, is TikTok going to get banned from the U S and all this crap. So, um, so I was excited to have that feature on, on Instagram. And I knew that it was going to have just like tons of potential. I just knew it. And I started shouting from the rooftops as soon as I possibly could. So if you have been following me for a while, or especially if you're a member in my membership, small biz social society, you know, I've been saying Instagram reels, Instagram reels, get on reels, get on reels since the fall of 2020. And, um, I was right. It's, uh, it's on freaking fire. And I had my first Instagram reels viral video. Um, Oh, I don't know, toward the latter part of 2020. Um, and it, I guess it, last time I checked, it had 1.5 million views. And it has since happened um, uh, more viral videos, you know, a couple of times since then. So I've had this happen enough times to where I've learned a lot from it. And I want to share with you some things that I think everybody should know about going viral. Now, this is coming from somebody who I, I don't have millions of followers. I, I feel like it's depends on what level you're at as to how it's going to affect you. And of course your account and your business and everything, right? So, so say, you know, an, an account that has millions of followers, well, the odds are more likely that they might have millions of views on a video because the numbers match better, right? They have that many followers, but I'm coming from a place of, a, of an account that, um, I, I don't know now my TikTok might have almost 40,000 followers. So it's a good amount. Don't get me wrong. It's just that it's not millions. And my Instagram at the current moment is inching its way to 10,000. It's like 9,000 something. So when you have that size of an account, that's not in the millions of followers and you go viral, it's an interesting scenario. And that's why I titled this. Are you prepared to go viral? Because I do think that there are things you can do to prepare yourself. But what's so good is that these things to prepare yourself to go viral are things that you should do anyway. <laughs> All right. You just might want to polish them up and, and amp things up a little, if you are hoping to go viral or even mini viral and just get a whole bunch of views on your content. So, so first of all, going viral can happen to anybody. Like, you know, a lot of people say if, it ha you know, it can happen to anybody once it can happen to almost anybody twice. If it happens to you three times, you might be onto something. If it happens to you more than three times, then yeah, you're probably onto something. <laughs> so because it can happen to anybody once, I want to give you this first piece of advice. Make sure that you are creating content that is on brand. Now, if you're familiar with marketing, online marketing, whatnot, you know what I mean by whenever I say on brand. If you don't, if you're new, what I mean is that make sure that the type of video, whatever it's about, whatever you're making it about is relevant to your entire online brand, your business, your organization, whatever you're doing, your blog, whatever you're doing online, like make sure it, it is authentic and it fits into what you've got going on your vibe, right? So if it's just a fluke thing, like your puppy did something really cute, but you don't create content about puppies or like you don't have a business about 
puppies or pets. It has nothing to do with your brand or your business. You just happen to have a puppy and the puppy did something cute on camera. And then that video happened to go viral. Well, that's exciting and good for your puppy, but it's not relevant to your other content. So all of these people are going to see this viral puppy video and start following you. Cause by the way, when you have a video that's truly viral, the followers flood in on TikTok and in, and on Instagram reels and the way that it's laid out helps that, but that's, that's another story. So you have this viral puppy video that has no relevance to your business or your brand at all. And now people are like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And they all like it and they comment on it and they share it and they start following you. And they're like, give us more puppy content. We're ready. And it's like, Oh shit. (laughs) But I'm a plumber and I don't sell anything that has to do with puppies. This is a problem. You see, So while it's fun, and if you're using social media recreationally, well, who cares? That's fine. Cool. Make random videos and let them go viral. But if you're trying to actually have a strategy, which I know most of you are, and you actually have a brand and a business that's structured and you have, you know, you want to have customers and sales, you want to create content that's on brand because gosh, wouldn't it be a waste to have a fluke video go viral? And all those people expect that that's what they're going to get from you whenever they start following you, all these thousands of new followers, and that's not what happens. Okay. So that is key, key, key. Now, if you want more information about, you know, personal branding, being on brand and all that, here's what you should do is go to my website, go to brittanycrossin.com and click on join email in the menu. You can, or you can just go to brittanycrossin.com slash join email and sign up for my email list there. But what's going to happen is that as soon as you do, you're immediately going to get an email reply with my free guide, how to create your personal brand. And it's a really like simplified six step process to help you, you know, do that and create a personal brand online. So that way you can understand all of this branding talk better. And if you haven't um, done anything with your brand in a while, go ahead and still subscribe and get that. So that way you can kind of spruce things up. So that's the first, um, that's the first lesson. Second of all, you want to have your bios website, all your, all the things optimized. Now, what did I say at the beginning of this, that these tips I'm giving you on preparing to go viral? Well, all these things help anyway. So it's not like you're just doing them just because you might go viral one day. (laughs) Like You need to do these things anyway. Okay. So optimize your bio. Now here, what I just said a second ago, when I said, it's another story, the way that, um, the way that TikTok and reels are set up to get you followers. Let me explain when somebody is looking at the screen and they're watching TikTok or they're watching reels and you know, you swipe up to get to the next video. That's how you kind of scroll through uh, TikTok and reels on the right side of the screen. You'll be able to see a little miniature version of their profile photo with a little plus sign. Um, next to it. So that if you like that video that you just saw on reels or on TikTok, it's very easy to just doop, tap their little face over there on the right side and start following them. Now, clearly, um, TikTok first and then Instagram reels th- did this on purpose. <laughs> it's, it, it makes it much more, um, likely that someone would get more followers because it's not a multi-step process. Now that sounds really lazy, but that's the times we're living in. (laughs) And 
if somebody can just tap right there on the right side of the screen of the actual video they're watching to start following you, that's easier than having to tap on your photo, go to your profile, check it out. Do I want to follow them or not? Okay, maybe so. Hit follow. That's a multi-step process. But on TikTok and Reels, you don't have to do that. But here's the deal. Even though you don't have to do that, and that's great, people will start following you easier, you still need to have all of your ducks in a row. You still need to have everything optimized because if those people are actually quality followers, meaning that they're, you know, it's all relevant to your business, like they're a good potential customer for you, then at some point they're going to look at your bio and they might be interested in something you have to offer and want to click on the link in your Instagram bio or your TikTok bio and it's going to matter. So this is a huge deal for social media marketing in general. Have your ducks in a row whenever it comes to having your bios all optimized with your name, a great description, use some emojis, um, have the links there in your bio very clear, easy to understand what you do, how you can help people, a nice profile picture, all those things. And then of course your website, if you have one, needs to be um, nice and clean, good photo of you, good information about what you do and so on. Make sure all of that is covered. Okay, and next, if you go viral, you are going to need follow-up content, right? You're always going to need content. You need to keep creating and sharing content on a regular basis. But you really want to think about this strategically. So say you posted last night and it starts going viral. So the next day you're like, well, I was going to post this thing today, but I don't know. I went viral last night. Think about that. Think about that next post. You have a lot of new followers now. You went viral. That's cool. But like, you need to like think about what you're going to share next to make sure that you're taking advantage of these new faces. This is a great time for an introduction post. And it can be in the form of, um, like if you're on Instagram, it can be in the form of, um, you know, a regular post. If you have a really great photo of you and you know, your lovely face and you in the, in the caption, you say, um, you know, five facts about me, tell me about you, whatever, something like that. And that way it's a good intro post for anybody that just followed you because you're a viral video. But you can also do it in the form of video if you want to. You can do another um, micro micro video content. You can do uh, you know another TikTok or another Reels video and do a little intro there with some fun music with the pop up text saying you know three things about yourself or something like that. You want to make sure you're thinking about that follow up content strategically and just being smart about it. It doesn't mean you need to cater to the the viral video followers forever. Just in those following days, make sure you really think about the fact that you have a lot of new followers and you want to make sure and keep them around, or at least the ones that are solid community members, people that truly belong there, that are there because they're drawn to you and what you do. Okay. So an intro post, you know, regular photo or in video form, TikTok or Reels form is great. And of course, more content like the viral one. <laughs> so, you know, like whatever went viral, like hopefully you, that's part of your, your 
typical content, like the type of stuff that you create. Um, and you want to keep creating those kinds of things. That's another big lesson to be learned when it comes to content and audiences and, and reach and all these things is that you don't always have to reinvent the wheel. If something works and your audience really loved it, then give them more and give the people what they want. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's, we don't always have to change things all the time or have to do something totally new or have new ideas and new, you know, I understand, believe me, the ideas that I have for business are constantly flowing constantly. My, my brain is very busy with lots of ideas, especially if you're creative like I am, but we have to calm down sometimes and realize that if we have just given the audience something that they really love, especially if they've loved it more than once, right? Like if you've gotten a good reaction more than once, that means that they like that and they want more of it. And it doesn't mean that that's all you can be and that you're, um, like an actor would say typecasting yourself, but it means that you shouldn't quit that. Keep it in the rotation. They like that kind of content from you. My final tip for you to make sure you're prepared to go viral is actually another thing you can do afterward to take advantage of what has happened to you. Talk about the fact that you went viral in future content. (laughs) Don't be shy. It's cool because when we announce our successes, that inspires others. Let me say it again. When we announce our successes, that inspires others. It's not about bragging. I don't know who is. I've heard people say that. Oh my gosh. Shut, shut up. No, no. It's not about bragging. It's about saying, First of all, I'm excited for myself and I'm proud and I want to celebrate this because it's fun. Something cool happened to me, but also I'm sharing it so I can show you that you could do it too. If you want to, it's a good thing. And you've had a viral video now. So shout it from the rooftops, make a video about the fact that you had a viral video. I'm not joking. (laughs) So take a screenshot of your your uh, video grid on TikTok or Reels where you can see that video that went viral and you can see the number of views down there at the bottom. Take a screenshot of that, all right? And then um, go into your phone and, and circle it, like do the little mark markup feature where you can kind of use a little, your finger to make a mark around it and circle the amount of views or just point to it or whatever. And then Go into TikTok or Reels and choose the feature where you ha- where you have a green screen. Then you can actually choose that picture as the backdrop. So you're standing in front of your screenshot and start up a fun song and dance and point to that number, that big number under that video and have, have text come up that says, oh my gosh, TikTok or Reels. Thank you so much for 1 million views. Thank you so much for 700,000 views. Thank you so much for 4 million views. And show your excitement and have fun. You need to take advantage of the fact that this happened. It's, It's a cool thing and I'm all about celebrating it. And before I go, I must say that 
while go while going viral is very exciting. I am not going to lie. I'm not even going to play it cool. It's so fun. I mean, come on. It's so fun. There's all these people. They're seeing your stuff. If you're some, if you're a creator like me, it's a big deal, right? Because I mean, like my most recent one on TikTok, which at this point has 500,000 something views. Um, I'm not sure if it'll hit a million. I assume it will because it got to 500,000 views in just barely over 24 hours, which is crazy for me. But, um, but this, that one, it's, it's something I created. It's not even just simply a dance, which I do create those, but I actually created the quote unquote storyline or the, you know, the, it's my intellectual property. It's, it's, Thank you, Lizzo. It's a it's to her song, Truth Hurts. Her, that is a magical song for me. I've gone viral more than once on that song. Um, but I came up with the concept of the video and I involved my husband in the video, which is people like to watch us together. So that's cool. We had fun. And I am excited about it. And it's very cool. So like I said, I'm not going to play it cool. It's so fun. So, so, so fun. And I, I pray that I am always grateful as, as I continue to grow and have millions and millions more views. I, I pray that I'm always grateful for that because it's very, very cool. There's people from all over the world seeing your stuff. It's really special. So, but here's the deal. Also keep in mind that just like the lottery, if you, if you don't play, you can't win, right? If you want to go viral, you need to be creating content consistently and putting it out there consistently. And your level of frequency, you know, how, how aggressive you are is up to you, you know, but bottom line is that the more content that's out there, the more chance you have to go viral or to go mini viral and just have a lot of views. I wouldn't personally choose to just put out like 10 videos a week. If some, of, <clears throat> if it means that some of them are crap, I mean, that's, that's not cool. <laughs> you know, you want it to be as good a quality as possible. So if you can create four videos a week that are, that's a good quality, a good, you know, high standard. Cool. But if, if you can do 10, cool, do that too. Just make sure you're not compromising, um, the value too much so that that way you're not wasting, you know, your time and your, your efforts, but you have to be putting stuff out constantly to really even have a chance of going viral, but also to learn from any of it. It's sometimes this, this, content can be trial and error. Sometimes you think something's going to work and it doesn't. Sometimes the time of day matters when you post it. Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. Um, sometimes something in the algorithm could mess it up and you have to try again. Um, you just never know. So it's, it's like anything else you have to be in the game. You have to be, you have to be there. You have to be in the middle of it for, to see those successes. If you don't play, you can't win. All right, you guys, that's it. I'm off of my, are you prepared to go viral soapbox? I hope that that chat was helpful for you. I hope that you go viral. I hope that you do. I hope that you have fun with it. I hope that you use it to your advantage. I hope that you use it as a tool to help grow your business, make you and your family some money and spread some good content out into the world because Lord knows we can use all the good content we can get. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Make sure and follow me on social media at Brittany Crossen. I am on all of all of the things. Find me on TikTok. Find me on Instagram for sure. Find me on uh, Facebook. I am on Clubhouse having a blast doing a bunch of talks on Clubhouse these days. I'm on LinkedIn and you can go to BrittanyCrossen.com for more information about the 
the work that I do and to join my email list and make sure and follow this show as well. The show is on Instagram. The show is on Facebook and go to socialsunshinepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye. Thank you.